Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. Well, used to be anyway. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing, from step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins. Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite, bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day Hotline, brought to you by Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller, and that guy sitting right next to me is Fer- uh, Sterling. Fer- I read your name. Fer- wow. Fer- wow. Fer- <laughs> wow. That's what happens when you're old and you're ADD. Sterling Furrow, my man, Sterls for the girls. Uh, Jay Spence is not going to be joining us tonight, but Sterling is awesome and sitting in, and I always love it when I get the opportunity to to sit and rap with you. Sterling, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, you you just totally zapped all the energy that I had. You know, it's like one of those things where it'd be one thing if I was like the new kid in school. You're definitely not. But like we've known each other for years and are you're really just, good friends. So I don't know why you just just <laughs> forgot my name. All of I didn't sudden, forget so. your name. I looked down and I went furrow. That ain't right. And literally, as soon as I went oh, furrow, God. I was like, that ain't right. So yeah. You know, if I w- if I was a woman and we were dating, yeah, I'd leave the table. Be over. Table. I think yep. what's more amazing about it is the fact that apparently somebody had Sterling Furrow with the way that your last name is spelled. That that was uh-huh. already taken. No, I just did it that way. You just, just did it that way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just to just to be. I mean, don't get know. me wrong. I, Joe Miller is like the most common name in the world. Like Joe. Well, Miller. yes, yes. Uh, that is a very uh, Caucasian name, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but uh, welcome everybody to the show. Everybody that's joining us, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the comment section live. Welcome. Whatever platform you are viewing this on, on Wednesdays, we like to say hump that like. So if you're on YouTube, please hump the like. Uh, also, if you're on Spotify, if you're on, I don't even know, Facebook, Twitter, if you're wherever you're at, welcome to the show. Please like, please subscribe. Uh, if there's an opportunity to leave a review or something like that, we will take that. You can tell them how attractive I am and how attractive is. Strolls for the Girls is. We look good on this Wednesday night, but it is good to have all of you with us. Real quick, Sterling, I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. up the uh, the uh, the uh, sponsor ad. So here is John Fina talking about Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Ficta, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Ooh, 
super thankful for uh, their sponsorship, Victor Endel and Elmer Eye Care. If you are in uh, the need for laser corrective surgery or just want to at least find out if you're able to get it, because I think some people can and some people can't. I don't know. I've never had it. Uh, please call for a free, uh, free consultation. Uh, Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care. I would give you a phone number, but I don't have one. So Ficta.com. So go to Ficta.com and you get it all figured out. Sterling. Yo. Now that we've paid the bills. We've paid the bills, Sterling. The Buffalo Bills have beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have uh, advanced, survived and advanced again. And uh, I think that we're going to just put that whole Steelers game to bed. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. Do you? Nah, man. I think it, uh, I don't think anyone who watched that game or who covers the team thought, you know, it's going to be great analysis and, <laughs> and uh, you know, watching that game and, and talking about it. Because you know, and I know that, the game that we really want to mm. talk about is mm. here. Mm. You bring know me, what I'm saying? Bring me 15. Bring me Pat Mahomes. Look, look, <laughs> it's like being it's like being a Michigan fan and you have to play Northwestern before you play Ohio State. Right. Like right. you're just it okay. Just, it is what it is. Like you got to get that. I felt like I felt like that Steelers game was a little bit of a tune-up. But I then and then the weather the whole weather thing happened and I was like, well, maybe not now. Yeah, hey, if it ain't snowing, I ain't going, baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, then let's do this. Why don't we start uh, probably where we should start with this uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, game, the the Chiefs coming to Buffalo, which is right here in the uh, Bills injury report uh, because it is long and it is distinguished. Um, and I think we'll uh, Josh Allen is obviously a full participant. We'll only talk about the ones that uh, probably matter to us. And you can stop me or jet in here, butt in here whenever you want. Christian Benford, uh, if you have not heard, his x-rays on his ankle were negative. So him going off the field on a cart in a boot was all, or air cast, I think, was all precautionary. He basically you, has... You mean Terrell Bernard? What did I say? I said Christian, Christian Benford. I'm, man, I'm backwards. I, see? This is called being old. This is what happens when you are when you're fifty. Like this is what happens when you're fifty hey, years old. Hey, it's a, hey, throw that back up there though. Uh, you I know, we, t- I think I'm just gonna take a break. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you know Bernard. why? You know why Josh Allen is on that injury report, right? Uh, from a couple weeks ago. No, no, because when he flexed on that 52 yard touchdown run, you know, it kind of hurt his neck a little bit. You know, yeah. on that flex, so. Yeah, <laughs> Is you know, is it his delts? His delts pop. His delts, you know, they last. popped out. They popped out too quick. You know, <laughs> you know, he had to, you know, get one in there. Um, right. I'm going to start this over. So Josh Allen is on this injury report, and he is uh, with his neck. To Sterling's point, he hurt himself when he flexed, but he was a full participant. Christian Benford banged his knee on the turf against Miami uh, and did not participate. Have you heard anything about Benford as far as to whether or not he's getting close? I don't. I haven't heard anything. Um, our other thing we know is, uh, Sean McDermott said that he's day to day, like a lot of these guys are. So whatever that means, whatever that means right now to the guy that I was talking about, because I literally went to the third one before I went to the second one, Terrell Bernard, again, went off the field, uh, in an air cast. It was, uh, his x-rays were negative and ended up being an ankle sprain. I have not heard. Have you heard high, midi, like low ankle sprain? What time? They haven't said anything, right? Nah, they're real hush on this right now. I'm but, you know, do you think McDermott did say that he, he was hopeful. Do you think there's right. some conspiracy going on here? Like they're they're trying to give the Chiefs this feeling that like Bernard ain't gonna play. I mean, you know, McDermott's in his Belichick bag right now. He's Love trying that. to be Belichick. So I mean, for all I know, that whole injury could have been faked. 
could have been faked. <laughs> you know, that guy is out there just running, doing flips, uh, just fine. This game and, is in the bag, Terrell. I want you to go out there and I want you to pretend like you're. Oh gonna yeah, dude's gonna, dude's gonna come. I'm telling you, on, on the game on Sunday, he's gonna come out in a wheelchair and a cast on his leg, right? <laughs> and then right before kickoff. They're going to saw it off. And that man, he's going to be fine, bro. You're going to be thinking like somebody did Jesus come down and touch this man's leg because he is ready to go. I'm telling you. There we go. Just uh, So the question is, is I know that it's against league rules to because of Vegas, of all things, to uh, leave somebody off of the injury report. Is it uh, against the rules to have somebody pretend to be injured? Oh, it has to be. <laughs> Very illegal. <laughs> How would you know, right? I mean, I mean, guys are allowed to fall down on the field of fake injuries mid-game. Can they? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, man, I would think that would be against the rules. We'll move on. Uh, Gabe Davis has a PCL sprain. He did not participate in uh, in practice today either, which was a good thing they had practice because all of the South Towns was under, under a uh, driving ban again today. We got eight, another about 12 to 18 inches last night. Uh, I made the comment to FINA, and I may have made it on my show too. Second half of the Miami Dolphins game in all of last week. I don't know that the Bills offense missed him. <sighs> We're talking about Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, ghost. ghost. No, man, they did miss him. I mean, listen, like I like what I'm getting from Shakir. No, for sure, but I think he he adds a, a element of oh crap, like he could do something, and then you know what he adds to the run game is pretty significant, to be honest. But I think Sherfield is also a blocker, right? But I think when you get when you when you take his targets, which the weird thing about this whole balance of Gabe Davis is if he's on the field, for some reason, Kincaid and Khalil don't get those targets. If he's off the field, they get the targets. And I would rather have Dalton Kincaid out there running routes than Gabe Davis. That's just, I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I agree. I mean, but Gabe will give you, you know, every sixth game, he's going to give you 100 yards. <laughs> <laughs> is this, wait, what week are we in? Uh, one, two, three. Four. Right, so he's due. <laughs> he's, he, he's due for for 100 yards, man. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so we need him out there. You yeah, know. there's been no there's been no real word as to whether or not again day to day he obviously did not participate. Um, and you would think that you would think that the guys that they needed to participate would have today if they could have because there's a chance with the weather coming in again because it's supposed to we're supposed to get more snow tonight not mm. to the not feet of snow but that they wouldn't be able to get the facility tomorrow who knows so Gabe Davis uh, uh, Terrell Dodson was limited they said that uh, coach said that Terrell was actually close to being able to play. Uh, in this game against the Steelers. Razul Douglas was interviewed after the game and said he could have played uh, in this game. So I would expect both of those guys back. Leonard Floyd had a vet rest day. Uh, Taron Johnson, please, God, don't let Taron Johnson be hurt. <laughs> Did you watch his injury, like when he got injured? No, I didn't see it. It was strange. So he came up and and hit an offensive person who was blocking him and he turned, and then like his hand started to kind of waggle, and then he like lost his balance and fell over, and then his arm kind of came up in the old Don Beebe fashion. Like it was just, it was very, very odd the way the whole like it was like scary hmm. odd. Like it, when when it happened, I was like, this doesn't seem right. By the way, if you want to drive the comments, you can because I'm currently in. I'm flipping back and forth between this thing. So yeah, if you, ever, yeah, if no, you see anything, that, yeah. So feel free. Um, but I this is a game to me that. Uh, I don't know, percentage-wise swing of victory, like percentage of victory chances with Taron Johnson versus without with Travis Kelsey, who has had a down year this year. What do you, I mean, where are you at on that? I think Taron Johnson plays, man. I, I know he's in concussion protocol, 
Yeah. Um, this is his second concussion on the season. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just think that he's not going to miss this game. He ain't going to miss it. It's not up and, to him, though. It's up to the doctors. It, legally, it's up to the doctors. You know, I, I mean, the Bills typically, um, they they kind of nurse these injuries. I'm not talking about just head injuries. True. I'm talking about these nurse all you know, injuries yep, in all general, them. right? So they, they're extremely precautious. Very um, now, I mean, I guess we'll you know we'll see what the tests reveal uh, about his concussion. But when he went out in when he went out in the game, they didn't say he was in concussion protocol or he was out due to concussion. We didn't hear that until after the game, right? Right. right. So it sounds like they were still trying to figure it out. It could be one of those things where they okay, well, we'll just. I mean, maybe he has to go on the further examination, but we'll just call it, you know, a head injury, a concussion protocol or whatever. And kind of just feel out and see where they where it goes from there. So I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not on the team, obviously, but if you know, putting two cents together, that's what I come up with. Maybe it was one of those two of tongue of Iloa like neck or back injuries where he just like falls down on the ground. <laughs> hey, Kawhi Leonard, bro. It's one of them uh, it's, it's it's a Kawhi Leonard injury. All I know is you said legally or whatever about the officials, dude. Matthew Stafford was uh his eyes were open, but that bro was unconscious. Unconscious in whatever. He was not conscious on the football field in that did you did you see that like he was yeah he he was tired bro he was taking a nap (laughs) you know you know when you you know when you old you gotta rest your eyes oh i know you gotta rest your eyes that's all he was doing oh i know you don't have to tell me (laughs) twice uh sam martin uh is clearly not going to be punting because the buffalo bills if you also have not heard have signed matt hawk so matt hawk is back and i think that's important just not only for punting but also for holding uh, Tyler Bass and uh, Reed Ferguson should be pretty adept at getting kind of back, uh, like kind of into the game with or into that whole rhythm with him. Mm-hmm. Vaughn Miller had a vet rest day, dude. Vaughn, Vaughn, like had some pressures, like ran up and touched the quarterback, like two hand touched him. I think he was surprised he even got there. Like, <laughs> what are you seeing from Vaughn? Hey, just move on. Should I just go? Should I just no, go? <laughs> no, no. We could we could park it on Vaughn for a minute. Well, uh, what happens? What if he comes into this game and has two sacks and one of them closes out the game, like wins the game for the Bills? Like that would be amazing. It would but be. it ain't happening. It's not. It ain't happening. I mean, can, can he touch a quarterback? That'd be great. He did. Touch he Martin. did. He did on Monday. Yeah, but like a real quarterback. Touch Mahomes for me. <laughs> like like Mason Rudolph doesn't count. You know what I'm saying? Like, t- t- get get a real quarterback. And then I'll then I'll then I'll change my you know my disposition of Von Miller. I mean, it is positive to see um, him be able to start to convert speed to power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he sure. hasn't been able to do that. The the bendy Von Miller that we're all accustomed to know just isn't there yet. Right. The good right. news is is that you know with another offseason. He could be what he once was, or, or uh, you know, maybe not exactly, but uh, a condensed version of that to be mm. the spot pass rushes that you need. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's positive going forward. Now it'd be nice if we can get any production out of him uh, yeah. during, during this playoff run. So we'll see what happens. How about a tackle, right? Can you give me? Can you give me a tackle, right? Yeah, or, or just you know, stay in your rush lane. That'd be yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Taylor Rapp uh, is has a calf. He did not participate. Coach was not super big on him. And then Balen Specter 
uh, had a back also went out. Both those guys went out in the Miami Dolphins game. Uh, no, no, no. Rap, no, they did. Rap finished the game. He closed out the game, but he got hurt in that game. And then Bale Inspector mm. spent a little bit of time on the injury report because, in my opinion, it's gonna it's gonna matter for this football game. So, when you think about those names, when you think about those things, uh, what are you hopeful for? What sticks out to you? Where are you at on any of it? Any and all of it? So right now, you know, if you're you're looking at that list, you're you're just like, okay, we ain't gonna have nobody on Sunday, right? right. But when you take a step back, take the emotion out of it, take the fact that it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you're going to get Rasul back. I think you're going to, you know, get your dog back, your wife back. Um, you're going to get Taron Johnson back. <laughs> Terrell, yeah, you go, you go get all them boys back. I mean, get my truck look, back. Man, your truck back, all that back. <laughs> They're coming back, man. I'm telling you, I just have a good feeling about it. Um, I, I just think the stakes are too high. You know, I feel like Taylor Rapp. I mean, even if, I mean, I don't know the severity of his calf injury, but even if you had him out there for 10 snaps, you know, Gabe Davis, the same thing. Even if you had them out there in limited snaps um, where, you know, if they don't put them, you know, if they're not out there risking themselves for, for further injury, I think you, I think we see a lot of these guys come back, man. I, I know Rasul's going to be okay. So that's, that's going to be huge. That's huge. Back. And if Taylor Rapp can play and, and if Taron Johnson can't, that makes me feel better with both those guys out and it's Cam Lewis uh, or I guess maybe Dorian Williams. Did they put Dorian Williams on Kelsey? Um, uh, not, I mean, that can't be his full assignment. I mean, Dorian Williams can't find uh, Waldo in the backfield sometimes. Like, so I, I don't expect. <laughs> no. um, and then uh, I like Dorian Williams, but um, he he's got some some work to do. Uh, right, you right. know, it, it's going to take a while. But you know, the 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 cool thing about the whole this whole thing is is that when you look at how this defense is made up, you know, it starts in the back end, right? Yep. And then you have you know what these guys can do up front. Yep, yep. And I think, you know, if those two components are right mm-hmm. and, they, and they're playing well and playing winning football, it re- it helps a, a ton for those linebackers. That's why A.J. Klein, and we talked about this earlier, but that's why a guy like A.J. Klein can come off the street and get 10 tackles because, you know, you got Ed Oliver and Daquan right. Jones up there handling business up front. It kind of frees those guys up to just yeah. go see, see ball, get ball, make plays. Yeah, I think and that is a perfect segue into our first topic, which is, you know, defensively, it's not about it's not about who's not playing. It's about who is playing, mm. uh, because if uh, Terrell Bernard is not there, uh, you know, and, and even Terrell uh, Tyrell Dotson's not there. If those two guys aren't playing, you know, now you're talking about a situation where Baylin Spector's out. I mean, it's literally it's Klein and it's Dorian Williams against. Pat Mahomes, and, and there's an aspect of even if they get through this game, you're talking about two quarterbacks in a row, you know, in in Pat Mahomes and then Lamar Jackson that love that middle area of the field, and I just mm-hmm. I, I, I that just spells disaster for me. So I guess that's the question would be from what you watch, from what you've seen, from what you've studied, and I know you just talked about it. It allows AJ Klein to get those tackles because it's a plug and play thing. McDermott has knows how to scheme them, but sometimes it's not about it's not about the uh, the Levi Wallace, I tackled the guy in front of me after he caught the ball 22 yards down the field. Like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you have to contest those plays. Sometimes you yeah. have to break those plays up, which Terrell Bernard is a splash player. Like, that's a guy that makes splash plays. So, yep. I mean, just general thoughts on who is playing, right? So, I know you said you thought in our text in our text messages that uh, Balen Spector was actually coming back too, which to me would be great. I love I love that kid. That kid's got yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, man. Like these linebackers, you know, you I mean, ideally you would love to have Terrell Bernard in there, Matt Milano in there. I mean, yes. but yes. um I, I think, you know, the the Chiefs present different challenges, right? So I think if you you trot out there with AJ Klein and you know um Terrell, I mean uh Dotson, you're gonna get tested in the middle of the field. A lot. Whether that's a linebacker, I mean, whether that's Pacheco or, you know, Jared McKinnon or Travis Kelsey, you know, they're, they are going, you know, Andy Reid's going to try to get, get a favorable matchup. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you would like to see Dorian in there, but Balen Specter is not, he's a good athlete. He was at Clemson as well. And Agreed. so yeah, it'd be nice to have him in there. I think you can, you can sustain the blow if you had Dotson Inspector. You had Klein come in on, you know, early rundowns and stuff like that, just because at that mic position, he knows the defense. He knows, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the checks and stuff like that. I don't think Dorian is ready for that yet. Right. Now, he's shown improvement, but, you know, if Spectre is back, you you don't see much of Dorian Williams, right? Yeah. So I guess I we'll have to see what happens. I think one of the inter- interesting things you said in our when we were chatting earlier today is just that uh, a lot of it's going to come down to rush, right? A lot of it's going to come down to pressure. And for years, I've said, maybe this is the game where they just let the four best guys roll, right? 70, 80% of the time, they're not going to do it. Like the other guy, Tim Settle's going to get on the field 45% of the time. Vaughn's going to be on the field 45% of the time. And there's just an aspect of, I'm just not sure. I know that it works. And I feel like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm complaining about something that works right now because this mm-hmm. is the first year that it's kind of worked. But I just, there's that, the one time it doesn't work. You know what I mean? And now is not the time for the one time it doesn't work. I just, I just wish we could find a situation where it's, you know, it's Groot, Epinesa, Ed. snaps from those dudes. Now, here, here's the, 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 the refreshing positive thing about the defensive line is that you don't necessarily need them to just go, you know, uh, balls to the wall, sack mm-hmm. the quarterback kind of right, thing. Right. You know, to beat the Chiefs and Mahomes, you need to collapse the pocket and contain. Yeah, keep them inside. Yeah, keep them inside, man. And if they can do that, you know, it, it's it sounds so easy, right? But again, you're, you're you're talking about a team that has two tackles that aren't that good, right? Juwan Taylor has been a disaster, a disaster right? since game one. Since game one, he's been extremely bad, and so mm-hmm. we saw this manifest itself uh, earlier in the season when the Bills played him in Week 14, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think there will be advantages for the Buffalo Bills to to make plays. I mean. This is the, this was the game where AJ Epinesa he was hurt after that interception, right? Yep, yep. Because of a contained rush, he, you know he puts puts his hands up or he jumps, deflects the pass, catches it, and tumbles for a few yards. I mean, you know the the Bills are gonna have to. That's the recipe here. You know, you don't again. You don't need Von Miller. You know, hair on fire rushing and you know mm. letting Mahomes you know get a get a poor angle and Mahomes is gone and like you you know we don't need that we need contain rush we need right. you know Shaq Lawson and those guys to kind of just be sound is what you need right keep them inside yeah mm-hmm. it's actually a good segue talking about Josh Allen and having won that last game you know Josh Allen is three uh three and three against the Chiefs lifetime in his career uh, but he is winless in the playoffs versus Mahomes. And I'm not saying anything that any Bills Mafia fan doesn't necessarily remember doesn't necessarily know. The question is, and this is a question you wanted to ask, is Josh Allen's legacy at stake in this game? And I don't know that it's at stake. Um, I think Josh Allen has proven enough that he can beat 
that he can beat Pat Mahomes. Now, I know that it, it comes in the regular season. Mm-hmm. The postseason is completely different. If you've ever been in that stadium, if you've ever seen a game in that stadium, and, and the Bills have become adept at actually playing and handling their business in that stadium, which is probably one of the, if not the hardest stadium to play in, in my opinion, from all the stadiums I've been to, <clears throat> excuse me, in the NFL. Now, if Pat Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs come to Buffalo and they win this game, I don't think that's that's necessarily indicative of the legacy of Josh Allen. I will say this. It, I don't ever want to see Josh Allen, the Josh Allen-Pat Mahomes conversation be that of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, where Peyton Manning, in my opinion, was the better quarterback. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't agree with that, and that's fine. Uh, but Tom Brady owned him. And he owned the AFC and he owned the Super Bowls. And Tom Brady, like his team, just always beat Peyton Manning, other than what the one time. Well, I can't remember when they faced. Well, I, I think, Pey- I think has Brady, Super Bowls, but yeah, well, Brady kicked his butt six times. And right. then uh, after that, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Manning got started getting the best of him. Oh, did he? Gotcha. I just, for me, it always seemed like Brady always came out on the right. And I, I was, I, I always, I've always liked Peyton Manning as mm-hmm. a quarterback, um, like going way back. And, uh, so there was always an aspect of what, but here we go again, poor Peyton yeah. can't, can't, can't get past Tom. And it's, uh, I don't want that feeling, but I'd love to know your thoughts on whether or not his legacy is at stake. Is it at stake? I don't think so. Maybe it's starting to, you, you can't beat somebody in the playoffs. I mean, it's, that's yeah, man, I, I, you know, the NFL is very much, what have you done for me lately? Oh Yeah. And and even in the 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 times that Josh Allen played, Patrick Mahomes in the postseason, you know, Pat's won two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think your legacy is at stake to a, to a degree. Mm-hmm. And also, you got to keep in mind too, the player that we're talking about. Josh Allen's very is very much a an emotional hype quarterback, right? You know right. what I'm saying? So so those kind of things I think weigh on him. Um, there was uh, he said something earlier. I don't know if you caught this at the press conference, but um, I, I made a I made a a, a point to uh, I wanted to reference this tonight. Mm-hmm. And and this is a quote from Josh Allen. He says, uh, speaking about the Chiefs, he said they've been to the mountaintop. They know what it takes to get there. We have to get there. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Mm-hmm. You can't help but be excited. So you know, people will tell you. That oh the players don't think about you know legacy they do oh yeah Josh Allen's very much an emotional player when yeah. it comes to mind games and, and so he gets up for this stuff he he's a, he's an adrenaline junkie so <laughs> yes I think if the Bills were to lose this game doesn't mean Josh Allen's not going to be a great player but it it does put I think a mental hold on you because it's a it's the the mountain that you haven't killed yet. Right. You see what I'm saying? The mountain you haven't climbed yet. And right. uh, I think that's going to bode well for the Bills this Sunday. It's it's Tua v. Josh, right? I mean, if there's an yeah. aspect that people believe that Tua can't beat Josh. Or, well, yeah. I mean, did you, I was going to list some other quarterbacks just kind of as far as that goes. It had trouble getting past other quarterbacks. But it's as much as quarterbacks aren't the only player, right? And Bruce Nolan obviously tells us all that, you know, wins are not a It's funny because wins are not a quarterback stat, but losses sure as hell are. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, and in the case of Josh win. Allen, you can't Patrick win with a bad Mahomes, quarterback. You can't win with a bad matters. quarterback. It matters. Yeah, it matters. Wins is a quarterback stat when you're talking about the top two quarterbacks in the league, man. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Uh, next up for us, uh, for the show, uh, James Cook, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, and I didn't even include Gabe Davis, who we don't know if he's going to play in this game. They've all posed problems for defenses in general. 
all of those guys, except for Dalton Kincaid, have posed a problem for the Chiefs in particular. Like, it's funny because we never have this conversation. And maybe it's just the emergence of James Cook over the last five, six weeks. Maybe it's the sure. emergence of Dalton Kincaid this year. And, and maybe it's the coming around of sorts or coming back around of Stephon Diggs, back kind of like reestablishing himself in this offense. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, it's like, hey, look at all these weapons we have. Who are you going to stop, right? Versus, you know, five weeks ago, it was like, uh, are we in trouble? <laughs> so I guess the question is, is like, if you're if you're Kansas City, you're clearly putting an emphasis on James Cook because of what he did to you earlier in the season, right? Uh, you know what Dalton Kincaid can do, even though he hasn't done it against you yet. Dawson Knox seems to score a touchdown every single time he plays the Chiefs. Uh, Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. It, where like pick your poison, and then Josh Allen, right? If you let Josh Allen start to run, introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. Well, used to be anyway. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Bluehost.com wondersuite. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. Um, and and, I'll, and I'm going to say this, and I've been saying this on, on my show, but this is the making of a championship caliber team. Agreed. Where you have unsung heroes make plays in, when you need it the most. Khalil Shakir? Khalil Shakir. It, right. It's very much Robert Ory, very much uh, Steve Kerr. It's yep, the yep. three... When, I mean, you know, you, you're start, they're starting to build that championship caliber DNA, right? So it's a great problem to have to where you go into a game. It's very new England Patriots when they had Edelman and, and you know, all those guys, because right, you didn't right. know, you knew that they had a, a bevy of weapons, all not great. They're, not all of them are fantastic, but oh, is, is Gronk going to get us today? Is it Julian Edelman today? Who's it going to be? Oh, nope. It's Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, the guy we didn't expect. Exactly. Exactly. And the <laughs> that, Bills guy. Are, that guy, right? <laughs> that guy that forgets his helmet on the sideline and runs into the game. That guy, that guy. So it's a nice problem to have. Um, I really do think though, I think this game comes down to, and I was dri- driving home in the car and I, I had, to, I asked myself the question you just asked. And I said, who's going to be that guy? Mm. And, and I, three guys came to mind. Mm. It was, Stephon, we, didn't even, we didn't even talk about this, and our minds are in sync, baby. Uh, in sync, baby. In sync. In sync. Okay? It, it was Khalil Shakir, James Cook, and, and Dalton Kincaid were the three names that I thought of. I like right? it. Right? Reason why I say Dalton Kincaid, he doesn't have to produce statistically, mm. but what he gives you from a route-running perspective in the middle of the field so now he's going to occupy, yeah. you know, those two linebackers, yeah. which is going to be huge, right? Um Having Gabe Davis out there, even if it's, he's on a limited snap count, okay, now 
you have to you got to account for him, right? Because you know you're looking at a guy like um, who's their who's their other cornerback, Trent McDuffie, who kind of plays in the slot, Jalen Watson. Now you you Gabe's out there, so you can't just like not pay attention you to forget him. about him. Yep, right. It, I, I think so. I think Dalton K opens up a lot, and then you have the route running of Shaquille uh, Kilio Shakir. Yep, right. What, what he's able to do down the seam, you know, in the, in those, uh, those quick routes that he, that he runs and stuff like that. So stuff. those are guys. And then James cook, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think James, so James cook, he, he was supposed to, so I, on a bet, I placed this past week. It was like 62, uh, six, two and a half yards. I took the, I took the under, I didn't mm-hmm. think that he was going to have over 62 yards rushing. Uh, and I lost the bet because James Cook had a great game. Yeah, yeah. Right? Get the Steelers, yep. So <laughs> it's, it's like pick your poison. Like you said, who are you going to stop? And, and, and the funny thing about that is we're not talking about Josh Allen and mm-hmm. we're not talking about Stefan Diggs. Right. Right. It is. <laughs> Imagine us when we were five and five having this conversation. People would be like, oh, you're crazy. Like, yeah, this, this offense is broken. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Um, sidebar real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard Fournette obviously was released and we all suspected uh, when it happened because they signed Matt Hawk shortly thereafter. And did you watch McDermott's presser yesterday on Tuesday? I did not. It was. Uh, yes. Leonard Fournette is no longer with us. Uh, I don't really want to get into like, it wasn't character. It wasn't anything like that. You know, we really appreciate Leonard for the time that he was here, but yeah, he's, he's you know, wishing the best luck. He's no longer here. And I was just like, that isn't, we had to make a roster move because we got to find a punter. That was very, I recommend you go back and watch it. Like, no, I, I read, I read the comments and, and it, all it is, is he, he's in a running back room. And he looks over at Latavius Murray. And Latavius Murray has a blanket and he has a nice little comfy chair. And he goes, Bro, why are you here? <laughs> why am I not playing? Like this is BS. Like this dude, this dude couldn't get a third and one if if 10 people pushed him in the back. He'd fall. <laughs> like, come on, man. That's why he's mad. Leonard for- Latavius Murray. He's like 36 years. He's 300 years old running back years, man. Right. He looks great, but it the 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 wheels have fallen off. Those tires are flat, baby. Right. So if I'm Leonard, if I'm Leonard Fournette, I'd be pissed too. So you you that's where so that's where my head went, literally. So you're again, our minds are in sync. So that that's what that I I agree. I feel like there's an aspect of him looking around, walking in coach's office or Bean's office and being like, dude, I've been here since week whatever, four or five. When did when did he get in town? Like I've been here since week whatever. What's up? Like, are you going to use like what the quote? The, the, the I don't know if it was a Twitter quote or if it was just a quote in general, but the quote was, "You're going to let me and Josh Allen be on a team together." <laughs> like that was those were his words. You're going to let me and Josh Allen be on a team together, and it's For like three weeks. It's like, nope, <laughs> we're not. We're not going to let it. We're not going to let it. the Bills. The Bills aren't going to let it happen. It's just like, yeah, I mean, and it's not like this major endorsement for Leonard Fournette. I mean, but when we talk about the Bills running back room, I mean. The Latavius Murray experiment's over, and, and I and you know I'm thinking, okay, McDermott's sitting here. Think it's the leadership that that Latavius brings to the room. He's the mature veteran, and it's one of those moves, right? It has to be, or it's the fact that he's from Syracuse, grew up a Bills fan, and is oh, God. begging to stay on the ride. I mean. This is I I don't know what the answer is. This no, is no, not, no, I know this, this is not outside. This is not outside of reality for the Bills. 
This is, we we have seen the Buffalo Bills many times not play the guy that's better. <laughs> that's so Buffalo, ain't it? To be honest, well, it's so it, Buffalo. And we've heard we haven't heard the quotes in a long time, but we've heard the quotes from McDermott. Well, he's a lunch pail guy. He's a guy that comes to work every day and does the right things. And it's like, yeah, but on game day, he sucks. Yeah, that that <laughs> Brian, lunch is sour, Brian, bro. Brian that, Winters, that bread is <laughs> Brian Winters, Vlad Dacost. Do I have to give you a list of the names of guys that were bad? <laughs> that bread is soggy. That sandwich ain't no good no more. We gotta let it go. <laughs> let that I don't give a crap if the dude can't practice on Wednesday. If he can play on Sunday, put him in the game. It's a freaking playoff. But yeah, it's uh sorry. I didn't mean to get this. No, Joe, the goat Joe Marino, man. He he says it's pass pro. Pass pro. You're right. You're right. I mean, pass protection. I mean, you know, yeah, but I don't I don't know that Latavius Murray's in there on that many. And Joe, we probably should just invite him into the show. I, I don't I don't I don't know how many uh snap count wise that Latavius Murray's in the game for pass protection. So you're talking about well, hey, we're, gonna, we're gonna let it go of Fournette so and keep Latavius Murray for seven snaps a game. Let me tell you why it's important. Let me tell you why it's important. Okay. So I, I did some research and Josh Allen versus the Blitz this season. Okay. So you know. Let's look at the Chiefs game. There How is. about that? How about that? Let's look at the Chiefs game from week 14. Joe probably knew that off the top of his head, by the way. He probably does. <laughs> yeah, so, so 36.7% is what is the percent of dropbacks that Josh Allen was, you know, mm-hmm. they were coming after him. Spags was calling him. Right, right. Uh, Josh was 11 to 17 in those situations. 64% completion percentage, 119 yards, one touchdown. So, I think, I mean, Latavius Murray is a good pass blocker. I mean, you, you're not, it's not, you're not going to have James Cook do that. That's not what he does. He's a good butt pusher, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> pause. <laughs> he can write in a notebook, too, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like, uh, it's just one of those things, man. I, you know, Spags is sending the blitz, he's sending it. And the, and the cool yeah. thing about that is what we've seen from Josh Allen the past two weeks when faced with blitzes. You know, he he knows what where his hot is, and he's getting rid of the ball. That's that's so comforting to see, right? Right. right. So I, I, with that being said, please blitz. I, blitz Josh all day because those guys that we talked about, those three guys, it's going to open up a lot of opportunities. You know, uh, you, you look at LeJarrius Sneed and, and Stephon Diggs, that's going to, that's a wash. Right, those two guys. It's just going to be this back and forth. Maybe Dix can get them a couple times, but yeah. you know, Lajarisine has proven to be a really good corner this season, right? So it, it's gonna you're going to have to get production from those other guys, those those core group of three guys. And I, I I'll take the Bills on that against the Chiefs this year for sure. Yeah. Editor in chief for Buffalo Rumblings, Matt Bynum says, uh, or Bynum says, uh, you guys are distraught. He says over a guy who wasn't supplanting Cooker Johnson. Um, I want to see more of Johnson first of all, and I'm not distraught. I'm kind of the dude that can't figure out why Leonard Fournette was on the practice squad. But I did just, just thought the whole thing was like McDermott was very much don't girl don't go away mad just go away <laughs> like, and, like, <laughs> as it pertains to the like he very easily could have said we just had to make a move because we feel like we're gonna have to bring in a punter or a linebacker, right? I mean, yeah. Problem solved. And then we're not up here talking about it. Joe Brady has the best. This is me. This is Joe Miller comment right here. The Joe Brady has the best in-game feel for an offensive play caller since Josh Allen was drafted. This is a quick topic. I just kind of want your thoughts. For me, the way I posed this to Fina was just like, 
when they when they call run plays specifically, I'm never scratching my head. At least in the last four or five weeks, going why why that run play now? Like wh- where 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 did that come from? It seems like there's a flow and there's a method to what's happening on the field. Dable would get it in moments and in pockets, but didn't always have it. And then Ken was just I don't know what Ken was doing sometimes. But thoughts on that? Yeah, Ken Dorsey was like the man player. If he's like this, this 0-1 trap works, you know, 90% of the time and I get, you know, six yards of carry on it. So I'm just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. <laughs> and why is it not working? So um, from a run game perspective, yeah, Joe Brady, I, I mean, I really do like what he's doing in the run game. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to to make that the focus to. So now you when you when you play against the Bills, you got to be honest. You right. can't just, you know, you can't just s- s- throw eight back there. Right. Right. In coverage, because okay, well, he's gonna he's gonna make you cover. He's he's gonna make you get physical. And that run game, I'm telling you, man, has been really, really good. It's been awesome. It has been good. No, that's and they've stuck with it, even when it uh, has started out good and then struggled a little bit in the middle, like in the middle of the game, and then and then picked up again. Like they've stuck with it as far as that goes, which is great. Um, John Fina said that they ran two run plays, two run plays in the last game, just two like over and over and over again. So, and, but they were working and I guess that's all that necessarily matters. Uh, last topic before we jump over to uh third down, uh, if the bills uh, fall to the chiefs, and this was a topic I think that you were interested in, um, what is the headspace of bills mafia going into the off season? And I think you, I don't know if you were poising that question just at me or just at everybody. I'd love to hear the comment section. Uh, if the Buffalo bills lose to the, to the Kansas city chiefs in the divisional round of the playoffs this week in Buffalo, so get your little keyboards or jump on your cell phones and type in the comments section how this is how you would feel what your headspace would be if that happened, um, <clears throat> and then you can throw up comments as I'm kind of giving you my feedback yeah. as far as I think it all comes down to for me effectively. <laughs> Jay Spence says fire the coach. <laughs> Where am I supposed to go after that one? <laughs> um, fork in him. <laughs> I think for me it depends on how they lose. I think there's a great deal of how my brain and mindset is going to view this season. So I've got an encapsulated view of what this season was uh, and how I feel like there was failure in it, even though there was success and we did end up with the number two seed uh, and what they did to kind of come out the other side. Um, if they, But if they go out there and they, they lose this game competitively, final possession, one score game, Man, what a very similar to the 13 second game. I was at the 13 second game, and as as as, as gut wrenching as that loss was, you came away from that game going, "Holy shit, that was a good football game!" Right? I mean, people still talk about as much as people want to give us crap about it being 13 seconds. <clears throat> people still talk about the going back and forth at the end of that game. I and mean, there was what five touchdowns scored in the last four minutes or oh two, yeah three it, and a half it, it was a phenomenal game it was the it's still the best game that i think i've ever seen in my entire life right so if, for me if that happens i'm viewing this i'm going into the offseason hopeful like man we we played our butts off right i mean it was we came from dead it was improbable it wasn't impossible it was improbable but we we won the division we got the number two seed and we got knocked out by the chiefs at home which is sucky but what a game it was now if it's the opposite if we get curb stomped in our own house and i'm leaving that game five minutes oh into the boy. third quarter so the other part of my comment was it was also the worst game of my entire life because of how they lost 13 second game. like it's inexcusable so i think how if they were to lose the game i didn't how mean they lose part. i didn't mean lose dumb that's no 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 yeah. but it 
if it's a McDermott error, I don't know if I can live with that. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If it's a, you know, a James Cook fumble or, you know, one of those like crazy one-off kind of things, I'm okay. Like, I get it, right? Right, I, right. I can stomach it. I can live with that. But if it's, we're trotting out Leslie Frazier's defense and we're getting, they're putting up 35 points, that's not going to cut it. Right. That's not going to cut it for me. 100%. That's not going to cut it. So I don't think the Bills are going to lose this game. I I, I think it's going to be close. It's always a one-score game. Um, I just feel really, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, very, very Homer, Billsy, but I really do feel like the Bills win this game. I just feel really good about Josh Allen right now. I mean, just think about it. Can can we get five design quarterback runs? Right. Yeah. I, that'd be great. Yeah. That would be. We are we are returning back to. I don't know if you feel it or if you see it. I can tell when the when it's coming. Like I can like whether it's in. There's some, there's there's a way that his drop back looks when I know he's going to hit his back step and go or his last step and go. Like it's beginning to feel that way. It it felt it felt through the Ken Dorsey era. When Josh ran, it was just awkward and clunky and a little bit like uh, it, there was just no rhythm and smoothness to it. And now it's it's looking more like it used to look. Does that do you try, do you track with that? Yeah, no, I, I totally feel you. And if I'm, you know, coming out, my first play is uh, quarterback power. Run that quarterback power first play just to set the tone. You know, I, I don't want any excuses. I don't want like, you know, in, it, in, it takes Josh a series to kind of get in the game. Right. Run, run it the first play with him. Oh, he's going to get the crowd. If he if he does that and gains 12 yards or 15 yards, you the set the tone. The crowd's set in the, the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. So sure. I, I don't think the Bills are going to do that. But um, if, if he could have, you know, uh, you know, 12 to 15 carries, that that would be ideal. Um, maybe he can get, you know, 70, 80 yards off of that. That that'd be awesome. Um, right, right. but I think you're going to have to set the tone on, on the ground game. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. And I think if you do that, uh, Spags is going to blitz. Mm. He's going to, he's going to, but you don't know who's coming. You're, you're going to see a lot of simulated pressures, right? You, you're going to see, you know, uh, cornerbacks come in and, and linebackers come in and, and it's gonna, it's going to be funky, but, I, I just think the communication between Josh and these receivers, tight ends, is, is, is going to be huge. Uh, you know, keep keep Cook next to you, man. Like, you know, put him on a swing pass or have him, I mean, just in the flat, like just ready because it's right. coming. Right. So, right. ball right. out quick and make plays. Are you familiar with uh, what's about to happen? I don't know what's happening. I, I... <laughs> the train horns are going, baby. Oh, apparently I have to turn it off. Normally Spence does that. So I have to turn it off. I didn't realize I'd turn it off. <laughs> uh, what that means is uh, this is the uh, the moment in the show where we start uh, talking about our uh, game predictions and our Josh Allen stat line prediction. We start with the Josh Allen stat line. We encourage the commenters that are with us live to also give a Josh Allen stat line prediction. So we'll do that first, and then we'll do a game score and prediction. Uh, so I'm going to let you go first on the Josh Allen stat line. Uh, prediction for this game? I think 26 to 34. 26 34, nice. Okay. Uh, 293 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. No, no, no. Two touchdowns in the air, one on the ground. Mm. Zero picks. Nope. So clean game. You've got him, you've got him with another clean game. Clean game. I like it. Um, I think I've got Josh Allen having a really good football game. I think I'm in more like the better than 350. 
So I think this is uh I think he's gonna put the ball in the air. I think he's gonna I think there's gonna be a couple long grabs. So a couple long TD runs that'll help him, or not TD runs, TD throws that'll help him. Not hero balls. That's my fear is that Josh presses and feels like he has to get it all right now. I think I texted you that. Uh, and that he said and he puts up four that he doesn't need to put up. But I think that there's gonna be some 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 balls there that are completed. I've got him probably 350, 355. Uh, three touchdowns is right. I think that's good. Maybe one on the ground. I'd love to see four total from him. And then obviously maybe one be awesome. another running back. Uh, does it mean, though, if Josh Allen has a great football game, that the Buffalo win, the Buffalo Bills win this football game? So score prediction. Yeah. So he, here's, here's what I can, let me say this real quick is like when you're in the playoffs, who you've been in the regular season right? The culmination of that is who you are in the postseason. And so the Chiefs, I mean, I I think a lot of times when we think about the Chiefs, especially in this game, is that, you know, the offensive explosions that they've had in the past and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? I really do feel like Sean McDermott is really dialed in right now defensively. Agreed. He's been calling phenomenal games, man. And I don't think people are giving him enough credit right now. Um, But they don't have the guys on the outside that I'm, I'm nervous and scared about. Like you, you know, you, Rasheed Rice, he's 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 turning into be a a, a good receiver. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, can't take nothing from him. But Travis Kelsey's not the same player that he once was, right? Yeah. And so, um, did he fall off the cliff that fast though, or is it is it just his focus maybe isn't there, or something else is going on, or just been unlucky? I don't know, man. You can't keep up that kind of production for years and years and years. At some point, you know, it's going to come for you, and it's coming for him. You know, I mean, even though he had over a thousand yards this season, like he's just not the same guy. He doesn't have the same twitch and explosion as he once had. Right. And and so his hands like seeing him drop passes is like, whoa, like it's kind of weird. Doesn't mean that he can't come in and and, and get six carry. I mean, six receptions for 80 yards. I mean, he probably will have a stat line, you know, between 60 and 80 yards is what he's going to have. He even might might even get a touchdown. But I think the Bills now they have they have what they need on the defensive end and the secondary at cornerback because you got you got two cornerbacks that can match physicality with these guys. Yes, you, you know what I'm saying. Yes, and so and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know who's healthy at linebacker, but I really do like Christian Benford, Taron Johnson, and Rasul Douglas in this matchup. Nice. I really like them. So I, I feel good about this game. Am I nervous? Absolutely. Cause it's the bills in the division around, but so if I had to give a score for playing the chiefs, <laughs> right? So I, I'm going to go, uh, 31, 21 bills. I like that score. You got to win in by two possessions. I can't see it being a two possession football game. I think it's going to be as much as, I'm I'm concerned, and you know this, as much as I'm concerned that because we haven't really seen it a lot from the Bills to be able to come out, start hot, stay hot, um, I'm going to predict a relatively high-scoring game, probably okay. in that 36 to 33 range, right? right. Oh. So, like, yeah, like it's going to be up there. Are trying to kill me? Are you trying to make me have a heart attack? I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the game of the playoffs. Um, at the same time, even when I'm saying that, I, the Bills could also go into this game and start slow and not never get a rhythm. They could go into this game and start hot and do what they did against the Steelers and kind of fall off a little bit. Um, but I expect it to be more of a high scoring game. I think, I think, I think Mahomes and I think Allen are going to go blow for blow. And I think this is going to be one that they're going to talk about for a long time. So give me that kind of 36 to 33, one possession game. And it's every bit as close as it so, feels. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> who is he throwing to? Valdez Scantling? Mahomes? 
Watson. Well, they're, <laughs> like, they're, they're not exactly <laughs> not scoring points. He's not exactly not throwing for yards and completions. So he's throwing. He's and, and Kelsey's been dropping the football. So he is getting completions from Rice. He is getting completions from Pacheco. He is getting completions completions from mm-hmm. Blair. He's getting the ball out to guys. Um, the the, the completions oh, will be there. Man. Yeah. No. Yeah. What did he throw against us last time? So who's do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, I can I can pull it up for you. No big deal. I don't I don't think for one second that it's going to be like you know. Oh, Pat Mahomes was eighteen of thirty five for one hundred and seventy five yards, right? And 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 Travis Kelsey was his number one target. That's not going to happen. Man, I don't know, man. It, yeah, I think you you could be onto something there. I mean, so against the Bills uh, in in Week 14, he was 25 of 43 for 271, one touchdown, one interception. Right. In now, game. what what do we know? What's going to happen? We know that Buffalo is going to make dare them to run the ball, right? So they're gonna they're gonna clog up the backfield, not the backfield, mm-hmm. the, the offensive backfield, the backfield, the defensive backfield. So the, the the best hope we have is that the Bills jump out to a seven ten point lead early, right? So that it takes yeah. them out of that feed Pacheco, feed Pacheco, feed Pacheco as much as they possibly can. I hope they feed Pacheco a lot. Give him the ball twenty times. Please. Not if they've got a two possession lead on us. If they're up by no, nine, no, no, no. If they're up but by I nine, hope, I, I hope that's their game plan. We're gonna give it to Isaiah Pacheco, please. That'd be phenomenal. Because then I know Patrick Mahomes is not throwing the ball over the yard. That's what you hope, right? What was it when? Uh, so the last time that they did, they did that with uh, Edwards Hilaire was the COVID year here in Buffalo, and it was a nine point. Was it a nine point game? They were within nine, right? So the mm-hmm. Bills were the Bills were close, but they were not the team they are now. They didn't have sure. the weapons right, really right. in the maturity that they have now. So it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be. I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be. I'll I'll be so Norton so nervous. I'll be warm. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, and for those of you who are going there. I mean, please, when you leave, I hope that you can't talk like like just yeah. scream and yell like and I'll do the post game. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but leave it all on the field, man, because the, the fact that Mahomes is going to be in Buffalo, Taylor Swift, right? All you know, they're going to be in Buffalo this time like that to me is magical, it's special like and it's going to be I don't know about you guys, but I love Orchard Park. In a night game, just the way it looks, oh, and yeah, feels, and like, yeah. dude, it's gonna it's gonna be magical. Like, yeah, bills by bills by a billion. Like, kick their freaking tail. I got people here. at work telling me, "Hey, man, we're all Bills fans this weekend. Please, well, you're Chiefs. in Denver, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please beat the Chiefs. <laughs> that must have been a rough week for you when we lost to Denver, huh? Being out. out there oh Denver. my gosh, I was a I was a targeted targeted man at that, that week so 12 12 men on the field but uh yeah so uh that this has been a fun show sterling thank you for uh jumping in and uh and sitting in i always i always have a good time when i talk to you so anytime man thank you yeah good good time ladies and gentlemen you have been tuned into the hump day hotline brought to you fic, brought to you by fict i'm having a hard time tonight brought to you by ficta endel and elmer eye care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. That over there is Sterling Furrow. Coming up next, I believe, is line to gain, or is it tomorrow? I'm not sure. Uh, they bump, they bounce back and forth a little bit. Anyways, stay tuned at some point after this show in the next 24 hours is line to gain with Jerry Strauss and Sarah <laughs> Larson. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Or, uh, we'll see you sometime next week, I would imagine, after this football game. And uh, love uh, love everybody. All the love to the family. Love to you, Sterles, and your family. And uh, we'll talk to everybody later. Go Bills. Beat the Chiefs. Beat the Chiefs. Go Bills. Mm-hmm.